Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. So welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. So the question today is perfection or progress, your choice. Now, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, please go back as well and listen to that because we're talking about planning and over planning, etc. And this really follows straight on there. And it comes on the back of something that I have been doing uh, over the last, gosh, several weeks, which is I've taken on a part time degree a six-year part-time degree at the same time as growing my business. I mean, how crazy is that? But the process for me of getting to the point where I am today and of actually submitting my first 3,000-word sort of essay has been an interesting one. The amount of overthinking that I did in the first part, the amount of over-planning, the amount of extra time, I mean, four hours here, three hours there, faffing around, getting distracted, just so much, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of like so much wasted time in the beginning, because in my mind, I didn't realise it, but in my mind, I was trying to write the perfect essay or the one that was going to be, you know, just, just, just right. And I was trying to write it from the get go. And yet here we are today. And the result was that I kind of had my last two hours and then one hour and I had a whole section to write and I could just feel a sense of huge anxiety on the inside of me as I was just like going, oh, my goodness me, you've just like lastminute.com again. But it was the deadline that was the issue, that the fact that I had a deadline cleared the mind marvellously. And isn't it? It's Parkinson's law that says that work expands to fit the time that you've got for it. Well, here's a great task when you're a solopreneur, when there's so much to do, not just my, you know, 3000 word essay, but this whole, this whole aspect of how we really outwork our plan and how we make proper progress. Because when I really was up against it, it's amazing what I let go of and what I wasn't prepared to write about and how I didn't need all of that extra research in order to actually have it. I was more concerned with submitting it than I was getting a perfect score from it. So with that backdrop, let's dive into our conversation. Anki, you're laughing at me already, so you have something to... (laughs) because it's one of those things that I have so much experience with (laughs) I mean I used to always be a last minute um you know girl when it came to you know preparing for exams especially exams that I didn't really consider all that you know like why on earth 
do we need to memorize all this stuff, right? So, but I couldn't see the point of it when I didn't enjoy the actual studying of it. Like, oh yeah, no, definitely <laughs> limit. And in my sewing business, you know, where there was like really tough deadlines, well, it's like, okay, if there's a dance performance at seven o'clock on Saturday, well, if the last ruffle of the last dress is missing, the whole thing is belly up. So I kind of know what a deadline is that doesn't move, where you can't just say, oh, I'll send it a day later. Right? Mm -hmm. And it is remarkable, you know, how you can get stuff done literally in a fraction of time <laughs> when there is enough of it. I mean, it's not probably not what you want to, like a space you want to operate in all the time, you know, but it does, it does really teach you the art of focus. Right. And, and also setting your priorities, just like you were saying, like the main thing was to get it delivered. Right. Rather than. Um, and I remember, actually, I had a really beautiful lesson of that in, a, in an online class I did years ago to teach people how to make ruffles for a flamenco dress. And there was this one Russian lady, very, you know, <laughs> the perfectionist. And she goes, well, can I, you know, hand finish the inside of a ruffle? And I'm like, go for it. If you want to spend an extra, if you want to double the time you invest in this project into something that nobody will, that doesn't add to the functionality of the dress. So it doesn't make it more functional in any way. Um, it's going to be underneath. So nobody's going to see it. It doesn't add to the look of it. If you want to spend an extra five hours because you just enjoy it, by all means, go for it. You know, if I go and make a dress that I sell, I'm not going to swindle away my profit margin like that. You know, so there is that, there is a, a, a balance to say, well, okay, what, where's he, you know, how far am I prepared to go, you know, in the name of perfection? Yes, we all, and I think I get this a lot, we all want to put our best foot forward. We want to deliver the best work we can, you know, but there comes a point where it's like literally at what cost, at the cost of, taking a week to create something that takes half an hour to make or to never publish anything because it's never going to be good enough, which then, you know, totally achieves the opposite of what we're out to do. So I think it's literally that part of choice, you know, like where do you draw the line? Like where is good, good enough? You see, I love that because that makes me think of making progress on your plans, that new year kind of feel where, you know, everybody's out there now and social media. And I know that there'll be some people that almost feel petrified of, of the plan that they've got, you know, how on earth, you know, because I think sometimes planning makes people feel as if that because I've got the plan, that I've got the progress. But actually what we're talking about here is how quickly some of that stuff can get out and do its job is more important than, you know, whether the tiny little seams that nobody else is going to see and it's not going to make a difference particularly I think with the business you're talking about that's the difference between a hobby and yes. a business and I think that's the bit that we have to look at here it's a really interesting choice to make is that am I doing what I'm doing almost like am I treating it like a hobby that I'm wanting you know that in in my in my mind I want it to be really really good so that teacher says you know well done kind of thing you know and I can sort of cross myself and go oh didn't I do a good job you know I can sort of pat myself on the back 
And how long is that? Is that actually because in business we have to bring cash flow in we have to bring more clients in there is a there is a different feel to it and one of our members in the visible club on the very first sort of sales and strategy day that we had on the 4th of january sort of said right that's it i've got my plan this is the year i get serious about being in business she said i get serious and the reason she said it is because it was a bit this idea that she'd been doing things before because she hadn't made any money or the type of money that she wanted to made money, but she just something she wanted to get rid of. There was something that she was taking too long over. There was things that she could feel that she was baffing over or not, you know, or just taking, just going down rabbit trails. And so her way of describing this perfection progress, you know, the choice is to get serious about business. And the fee, and and on the back of it was. I need to learn to do things I don't like. And I thought going back to our last podcast, it's a really interesting dilemma between, as what you were talking about, like the skills that you need to be able to do quicker what you do well um, and things that you're not quick at right now or that being serious about it or trying to do things that you don't like in order to get somewhere, somewhere that you want to go has some sort of value in it. And, and you can see how people mix up all of this stuff, really. I think there's also this, this element that, oh, I want to have it perfect before it can go out. And, and I'm thinking, well, it's never worked that way, you know. So if you are, especially the thing that I think people often forget that even, okay, you're in business, but at the end of the day, if this is your first business, well, you're still in the business of acquiring skills. And when you do something for the first time, yeah, your first video is going to be crap. You know, you're going to look back, back, back print. Your first email is going to be crap. Your first, you know, draft of your book is going to be crap. It's like every single time, if you don't ever publish anything until it's perfect, well, you're going to set yourself up for failure because the perfection isn't possible. I mean, if it's possible at all, but the only way to get yourself closer to perfection is by practicing, if by, is by making progress, if, is by putting something out and getting feedback and getting better and embracing that learning process. If you try and jump, like skip all of that and jump straight to perfection, it's like you're never going to win a, a Formula One race if you are not going to drive until you're perfect. You know, and that's, I think, where people, a lot of the, it's like, yes, you, if you want to get good at anything, you're going to have to, you know, start out producing something that isn't as perfect as you'd like it to be. You know, and our ego doesn't like that, does it? No. Our ego doesn't like it because we're okay with children like that. If kids are sort of like, this is your first painting, we give them loads of encouragement. We go, they've painted something. You can't even tell what it is. And you're like, that's incredible. That's amazing. Keep going. You've got such talent. And then as we get into adulthood and as we go through the school system and we come into jobs, that become that creativity that that ability to creatively just do one thing after another after another and learn to adjust as you go along that isn't an option of choice anymore no. 
because I, there's, there's too much point, at stake, isn't it? Too exactly. Much at stake. There's one point, mm. one argument of that that I do understand that people, yeah. um, you know, there is this piece of, well, you only get one first impression, right? Mm. So people want to make that first impression as, as, as good as possible. Now, I think the piece that people kind of don't, don't realize quite often is that when you start out, you know, not an awful lot of people are paying attention. Like that first impression, you know, who are you going to ruin it with? You know, it's not like if you already have, like if you're okra and you mess up, you know, you put something new out and it's substandard. Well, you know, you have a big <laughs> reputation to lose, you know, but if you're starting out, usually like your problem isn't that people think, oh my God, that video isn't perfect. Most of the time people won't, wouldn't notice it anyway and if they do you know your problem isn't that people think bad of your video your problem is that nobody looks at it yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's a lot less at stake usually than people worry about so it feels to me that in the early stages of business progress is really about visibility about audience about message about the offer, about learning the marketplace and being in it to win it almost. How would you describe the idea of practice or the or of pro progress even for solopreneurs and freelancers trying to sort of get noticed? I think you want to, you know, I always come at this with a, like this sort of software development angle. You want to go and test early and often. You want to have an idea for something and put it out in front of people as early as you can, yeah. you know, because that feedback will help you make it better, yeah. right? If you sort of sit there in your own little bubble and you don't try, you don't want anybody to see it before it's perfect, you know, chances are you miss the mark of what people are actually looking for, for help with, you know, yeah. you're not really getting so getting seeking the conversation seeking the feedback as early as possible you know I think that becomes harder and harder the more online we are and the more that we want almost a mature business too soon passive income before we've got active income coming in that <laughs> becomes the isolation of being behind the computer the convenience of it it's like for every for every convenience there is somebody once said to me for every yes or for every sort of pause there's a thousand no's there's a there's there's a convenience and there's a cost to absolutely everything and if we can if we can understand that and actually sort of wise up to that you can start to make a lot easier and better decisions for yourself going forward that's what we always say isn't it you know where we are in the visible club with people it's always about helping people make the next logical simple decision that moves them forward and we yeah. see exponential things because uh, there's there's a little kind of got a little post-it note right under my computer at the minute and it's from Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living long time old book but he said he talked about 21 words that actually uh, revolutionized this one guy's life and these words were 21 words our main business is not to see what lies dimly at a distance but to do what lies clearly at hand and I think that's where the progress lies because there is enough opportunity there is enough stuff there is enough people to connect with right in front of us we're always connected to our next paying client an old mentor used to say and 
sometimes when we're trying to do too much or we're trying to make it too right before it goes out that's our own insecurity trying to go I want you to like me I want you to think I'm really really good I'm scared that I'm going to fail therefore I'm going to hold back until I think it's really worth putting out there and unfortunately that becomes the place where if the seed isn't sown there's no plant grown there's just no opportunity for you to truly understand and the marketplace and people's buying habits are changing all of the time and if we're not listening to that if we're not out there trying to understand that as you say testing things and giving it a go you actually are going to sabotage progress and you'll have chosen perfection by an innocent default I think yeah. Massive, mm. massive. And I think that the, the smaller the steps, I think, you know, it's almost like it doesn't almost, I mean, I'd always be tempted to say it doesn't even matter what step you take. No. You know, the main thing is to take the steps and then review how did that go? You know, what did that bring me closer to where I want to go? And then, yeah. you know, adapt and take the next step. Because as long as you're moving, you're going to create something. I mean, if you sit hey. there and overthink it, you know, you're yeah. going to sit there for a very long time. And we'd love to support you in that with the community of the Visible Club. So there's some links as well in the show notes. So don't forget to check out uh, getting the accountability and the support to do some of this planning. So until our next podcast, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections, make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.